Hello, welcome to Kasinatian, Kasayuran, Kasaysayan, Kamatuuran. Experience, Knowledge, History, Truth. A show dedicated to discussing the latest topics of interest on Philippine politics and society from the perspective of Filipinos in general and Cebuanos in particular. This is your host, Ryan Dave Rayla, educator and voice in the wind. Today we have a very special guest. He is um, a communications um, professor and um, he'll be talking to us about media literacy. So we have for today, Professor Jeff. Um, Sir Jeff, maing gabi i? Maing gabi i, Sir uh, Laila. No? I'm uh, so honored to be invited in this podcast. And it's such an honor to talk about media literacy because as far as I know, it's what our students and what everyone needs today. Okay, so si Sir Jeff Di, usan ni ka colleague nako, and then um, Moni a specialty. He, you are specializing in communications, di ba, sir? Um, DevCom ba to, sir? Actually, sir, I teach a lot of courses in the university. Um, I teach communication subjects. I also teach journalism subjects, and I also teach marketing communication subjects. So very diverse ang akong um, experience and knowledge about uh, topics like media literacy. Oh, see, I see. So very versatile, the Sir Jeff. Okay, now, um, sir, um, about media literacy, what are the, uh, or let's first define, for example, what is media literacy and why should it matter to us as everyday citizens? Actually, um, Sir Raila, no? it's very important that when we talk about media literacy, we define first kung unsa ang trabaho sa media. Okay. Um, unsa yun ang role niya sa society and what are the effects of having uh, independent press or uh, press freedom in the country and what happens if um, there's no freedom of speech or there's no freedom of expression so we have to um, define that so for us to be able to define what media literacy is let's go first to the definition of media actually definition however for our listeners to be able to understand um, basic uh, you know uh, in layman's term media matawag ni siyang kinungkuan nga uh, people who manage to uh, run a TV station, a radio okay. station, um, print, okay? So, kana ang media. And of course, we also have to understand that it's very important that in a democratic country such as ours, democratic manta, sir, uh-uh. so kinahanglan jud tao people who are going to go ahead and check uh, and balance everything. Say, for example, if the media is in charge of reporting something that is being done in the country by its leaders, um, it's very also important that uh, the media um, reports what it sees, what the government does. And in that way, the people, the citizens will be aware kung unsa giyod ang nahitabo sa country. And um, going back to media literacy, uh, community media li- literacy, it's like kasayuran 
or knowledge of a person about how the media works, its importance, um, that includes media texts, that includes entertainment, and a whole lot more. So it's a very broad topic. That's why when people take up masters such as um, um, MMS or media studies, it's very diverse. You can go on studying about newspapers, TV, social media, and a whole lot more. Ah, okay. So you're saying, sir, that uh, media literacy is vital for for us to try to discern or try to pick pick up information or pieces of information. So it will help us try to um, let's say it will help us choose in our daily pickings of information that is out and about. No, so maingon anak sir ang ato ang um, pagsabot. Uh, you're very right, sir. Um, actually, mas nindot nga ang mga tao aware of what's really happening in their surroundings. It's because it's gonna help them um, decide important decisions. Say, for example, who to vote for. Um, are we going to say um, we are not for uh, anti-terror law? Are we going to say we are not going to say yes to uh, that penalty? So it's the media who help um, people to form um, of opinion and decision about the matter. Ah, I see. So the media is a uh, is a uh, pangsalang, no? It's a sort of a filter. Would you would you call it that? If that's the analogy. Actually, sir, um, sa media pod, naapod ni sila gitawag nga filters. Say, for example, natin gitawag nga gatekeepers. Uh, um, the gatekeepers are the ones who decide kung unsa ang angay nga himuong headline, unsay angay ang himuong nga secondary news, or unsay angay ang nga dili i-release as news because it's irrelevant. So, naatay gitawag nga ingon na sa media. Mm, I see, I see. So, in that regard, sir, no, let's let's move on to the next question right here. Um, in that regard, is media, for example, would you consider media as um, a guardian of democracy? Um, in in that regard, and how does it relate to to um, to basically its role in in forming the the opinions of people in general? Actually, sir, um, when you say guardians of democracy. Um, the media informs us of, uh, say, for example, what the Congress is doing with its time. Um, say, for example, ang hearings, um, mga kanang decisions sa atong gobyerno. Um, another example is how are we um, lessening the number of people who are infected with COVID? Mm-hmm. And the media gets that information from, say, for example, the OH. And then the media also has the the the, the choice, no, to, to ask questions. Say, for example, what are we doing to lessen the um, number of positive cases? What are what are what is DOH doing in each LGUs or things like that? Mm-hmm. And then when the media gets that data, they report it, and then it helps people to understand what's really happening. And the person who hears or hear the news would eventually decide say for example nakadungog ko no i've heard that there are a lot of 
um, positive cases in Cebu, it's gonna help me decide whether um, I'm going to go out and buy something or I'm just going to have somebody to deliver it. So, makaingon yun ta, sir, we can say that media can save lives. Mm, I see. So, it does help us um, uh, in our daily life in the sense that it gives us the necessary tools or the necessary building blocks to make our decisions, no? So, sige. Sure, uh, sir. Um, in, in that concept, sir, in, that, uh, in relation to that, sir, um, na- nowadays, it's not just media and traditional media like um, television, for example, it, for the younger generation, it's not, it, it doesn't seem to be as relevant considering that most people today are on social media now. And there, the traditional media may have a presence, but there are other influencers um, around. No, we, we call them blogs, for example. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, sir? Sir Jeff? Actually, um, the correct difference mangodang gitawag nato nga traditional media and new media. Okay, sir. And traditional media, sir, these are the media and the entities or the platforms that were used before the digital age. Say, for example, um, we can say that uh, TV is traditional media, radio is traditional media, billboards can be considered traditional media, uh-huh. radio, traditional media, print, newspaper, magazines, these are traditional media. Naapot tagiingon ng new media. New Apil, media. Hakop napod ana ang online, which is uh, the websites, um, pa, social media, and mm-hmm. a lot more. And now, if we can see, uh, traditional media is slowly um, migrating to digital, which means that uh, ang mga news karono dili lang nato mabasa from print. Kung unsi makita nato sa print, they are going to. Um, transfer that online aron mabasa pud sa mga tawo nga dili na ganahan mo mo, mo, mo palit og newspaper sakto sakto so no? it's like that mm. um it's also the same with what's happening with uh say for example ABS-CBN oh yes um, ABS. traditional media man ang 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 magamit og transmit transmitter uh it's analog mm-hmm. now what they did is that they um they, they migrated uh to digital by giving us the black box which ah. means kanang black box wala na na siya nang inahanglan sir og kiningkuan transmitter it's because uh, the signal is being released digitally and the box is there to catch the signal so that your tv um bahala nag kanang karaan ang version sa tv no nakadawat gihapon sa signal and then makakita sa salida so um, traditional media is slowly migrating to digital and if you can see there's they're also on social media yes um magpost sila sa ilang online uh, content sa ilang website sa ilang mga posts and then it's gonna help the viewers or, or the readers to read more go to their website and read further mm, i see so there's a migration they sir no from from um traditional media which we see in um, TV and other platforms, older platforms. Then we have it on social media now. Okay, but True, in, sir. in the social media scene, sir, um, I would like to go back to my original question. In the social media scene, um, we are seeing that, for example, um, it's not just the media that is present and giving information. We have different um, 
anyone can can give information nowadays and um, somehow um, we need to differentiate who are these um, new media players and then there are those who are let's say kanang um, citizen journalists or perhaps we can call them by other names like let's say lang troll sites for example pwede ba na natos lang ma-differentiate sir for, for clarity actually um uh, since the digital migration no slowly the traditional media are hiring people who specialize in the new media say for example na tagitawag nga kining kuan um digital nga kanang team okay. uh, one good example is sunstar aside from what they publish um in hard copy they also publish uh, in a digital format sa ilang website and then it may be different no kung giun sa pagsuwat how it's written in the traditional media and how it was um rendered to the website it's because um the attention span of people who are reading the hard uh, the hard copy of new, the newspaper can be considered as um paasa o kanang attention span if you compare that to people who who do online reading actually ang mga tao karon sir um ang ilang attention span sa websites it's really really short mm. that's why kung unsa ang gipublish sa hard copy sa newspaper may be different on how it was um arranged or it was written although same ang facts no um we can say that it's it's a bit shorter it's designed for younger people okay, younger people managanahan ka ayo opening um, new media. New media. Uh, mm. It's designed for younger people so that they sila mabored and then they can decide whether to read it, um, read it some more or not. Uh, I see, I see. But wala ba yung loss in the process of shortening the stories and the details, sir? Actually, sir, natin gitawag ng mga gatekeepers or editors. Now, the job of the editor is to assign um, media people, say for example, reporters, to particular beats. I mean, mm. the beats, uh, it, it's spelled as B-E-A-T, no? Um, mura na siya assignment. Say for example, ikaw police beat ka. Uh, when you say police beat, you report about crime, you report about um, mga ginagmay good nga kagubot sa presinto. Mm. However, nasa tawag nga political beat or city hall beat, ah, um, etc. Now, the job of these editors is to assign them with uh, what topic or what news to get. Mm. Now, when the news is uh, done, uh, is already uh, written, no? they edit it. And once they edit it, sometimes they go back to the writer to double check if the fact uh, that they have in the article is accurate. It's because um na amante gitawag nga kining libel law which means that um dili lang kay ang reporter ang makiha apil ang editor in chief ah. so it's a shared responsibility that's why editors should be very careful in uh rendering uh data from the traditional newspaper to the online um platform that's why they are very careful about that kay moment ang nahitabo kang Maria Reza, no? Mm. Uh, they just edited something. It was really a small detail. And then, nikalit siya o ka nang marag-iip. 
uh, it was taken as something new. And then from that one, from that case, gikihan noon sila mm. libel. Yes, yes. Kato siya nga kaso sir. That was quite controversial in that in that sense nga um, they edited it years later but the court, the court considered it as as new, no? As new material. So, sure. uh, moving forward sir, um, in relation to that one, um, perhaps you can go to cybercrime, no? RA 10175. No. So, cybercrime. Um in regards to that, can can for example um, media can media players be be subject to cybercrime or perhaps not subject to cybercrime? Can they be can they also um, be part of the commission of a cybercrime? Actually, um, as a reporter or as a person um, working in the media, you really have to be careful in doing a lot of things most especially posting online mm-hmm. um, sometimes our identities as personal uh, people or people uh, you know just an ordinary people uh, gets in a way of our job or vice versa say for example um, when I post something on my social media the people I'm friends with would always think that I'm posting it in relation to my job. Mm. Which means that as a, a media person or a reporter, you have to uh, have a clear boundary. Um, asa man po pwede nga mo, mo, mo suwat or mo post about any, should I also um, comment on the issues um, that uh, about the articles that I write because if you are posting your opinion on the matter then there's no wala na siya ikining ko answer um, si tawag ani wala na siya boundary which is still your job or which is still your personal opinion so it, it's really hard mm. so people who are able to read that would take screenshots would send the link to the person um, involved etc uh, that's why it becomes complicated. Mm, so, uh, the, the best thing to do is um, to have a personal account and to have a professional account. Which means that whenever you post articles or, uh, say for example, uh, the people that I see every every time you know, uh, on Facebook um, and on Twitter are people who are reporters from uh, Cebu Daily News Digital and um Sunstar Cebu and um, the Freeman. Mm. Now, sometimes these reporters have their own perspectives or opinion about the issue. Then ako nga makabasa, morabag, okay, so this is her opinion about that. Now, if this is her opinion about that, would it, um, would it become biased when she writes an article about this? So, um, it, we really have to be careful about mixing um, the, the professional and the personal things on social media. Okay, but that applies largely to reporters or to media media employees, is that correct? That's correct, sir. And it also applies to um, to us as educators, no? It, it's because um, as educators, whenever we see something about our students, we say something about the educational system, people would always think that 
we are complaining or we are attacking uh, the educational institution uh, we work for or, or things like that. So sometimes it's better to be safe than, you know, being accused of bias. But, you know, sometimes you also have to know when to speak up. Uh, I see, I see. So there are limitations as to this, as to um, expression. I think that's the core of your message. Okay, sir. Uh, now, next question would be this one. Um, regarding regarding um, uh, the, the, the information that we get from, let's say, from um, the internet largely, no? And um, this is coming from media as well. How, the, how do ordinary citizens fact check? Can ordinary citizens fact check on their own? Or do we need, um, let's say, further facilitation coming from third parties? Actually, sir, uh, as an ordinary citizen, you can go ahead and fact check. Um, first of all, you can just, you know, think about the article. Is it really um, credible? Ang pagkasuwat ba sa article, daghan supporting details? Now, sometimes, no, um, mabiktima ta of fake news. We become victims of fake news if we don't have load or data. Sometimes we just believe it. Mm -hmm. um, ang una natong makitaan sa, sa atong news feed is the first sentence or first paragraph of, of the news or something like that. Mm -hmm. Now, kung wala tayo load, we can't go ahead and click that and double check the article. No? Mm -hmm. Nasa tigitawag ng algorithm, rabag yun, sir. Kung may nga fake news ka nang, it's a really broad topic. Um, if you like or shared something that is fake, Facebook is going to remember what you did and it's going to supply you with articles on your news feed um, content, which means that if you like fake news you will be seeing a lot of fake news uh, so that's an echo Kung chamber algorithm. Uh -oh. but that's already okay. an echo chamber sir no? magtuyok-tuyok na lang imuhang kwan ba? confirmatory views ba? based True. on information sad nga ni confirm po sa imong biases Okay. True, sir. And then, uh, when you like legitimate news media uh, or news outlets, say, for example, the Philippine Star, Sun Star, Philippine Daily Inquirer, um, when you like uh, their article, actually, um, daghan po ka nga makakita sa imong news feed nga related po ng article or articles that are published by um, newspapers. So, uh, algorithm. So, uh, let's be careful with what we like and what we share on Facebook. It's because, um, first, ang kining atong no? Sometimes ang atong masheran, even if it's just satirical or medyo sarcastic, nga ano, nga, nga article. Uh, it's meant to, you know, to uh, reflect on what's happening around us. Sometimes people take it as um, as real news. Oh, yes. And then kung kana, mahitabo na siya, sir, ilapod ng ipasa, so, ipasa po nila sa mm -hmm. kanang group chats, and then we wouldn't know kung pila ka mga tao ang nakakita, nakabasa mm -hmm. at mga article. I was a victim of that way back. Mm -hmm. So, practical reaction, but actually it was just a satire website now going back to uh, how to identify fake news the first thing that you need to do is to look at the website 
and look at the about section of the website um, if you if you guys are familiar with um, websites no? say for example Philippine star uh, I'm typing it so that I'm guided in what I'm saying mm. um, so kumangato ko sa Philippine star okay so I'm in the website now what I'm going to look for first is this um, it's the home or it's the about it, about the organization. Mm. So, naadirigitawag nga about us. So, you have to click that to double check if they are a legitimate news outlet. So, you're getting um, their background, sir? You have to get the background. Kaya nga naman, oh. uh, first, um, kana nga mga news outlet, musulti na sila if they are a legitimate uh, news outlet. And then, kung unsa sila nga tuig nag-start og operation. Mm. Say, for example, uh, about us a Philippine Star, it says that Philippine Star is one of the country's leading and most recognized digital brands in journalism. And then, about us, naadiri ang, uh, it may not be the same in all, ano, in all websites, but naadiri ang kining editorial board, ang uh, editor-in-chief, or the people who are liable kung sayop ang ilang isuwa. Mm-hmm. So that's the number one thing that you need to um, to check. Number two, you have to look at the author of the article. Um, have you seen or have you have you read have you read no articles written by the same author because if you haven't then that's really questionable. Now when you Google the name of a person, uh, say for example, no? um, the person I have in mind is Chara Zambrano. When I Google it, it gives me a lot of things about the person. Um, the, the search results in Google would tell you kung asa na siyang company affiliated ang author sa article. Mm-hmm. So, I see here sa akong Google that Shara Zimbrano has a Twitter account. She also have a YouTube channel. She also um, writes for uh, articles uh, for ABS-CBN News online and a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, those are the things that we need to do. Sometimes, mga good sir, kami, you know, we're too excited to share the news. We forgot to uh, double check if it's uh, fake news or it's legitimate news. So it really reminds me of this old Russian saying, bang, uh, trust but verify. No, <laughs> Because it might True. be shared by anyone. It might be shared by a friend or a family member, but we really need to know the sources. Okay? True. So, so that's one. That's really... Uh, in regards to that, sir, um, perhaps this is the last question. Okay? We are a bit of running out of time. Um regards to that how do we um let's say tell for example persons in authority or persons older than us that what they're sharing is uh wrong no kay namugutay kultura we have a culture here in the philippines that um we show deference to those older than us but if they're mistaken it can be an issue of how to placate them in terms of let's say saying that oh this is not the right article etc not to hurt their ego ba so how would you do it, for example? Actually, sir, I always have, uh, I, I always notice that my mother is sharing a lot of 
fake news from YouTube and all of those uh, Erwin Tulfo, uh, Rafi Tulfo related articles, no? So, mm-hmm. I always ask her whenever I send a message, do you really believe that this is true? And then, if you are sharing this, it would mean to people that Murabag, ang imong gibarugan or ang imong stand about the issue is something like this because you're sharing something like that. So, um, I don't want to argue with my mother because she's old. Um, I think what we can do is to educate um, people kung unsa mang yun, unsa on ato pag panaw ang kining fake news. Because sometimes, no, when we um, message people about the fake news that they've shared, lain-lain sila og um, reply or lain-lain sila og response. Um, I had classmates before, no, or I had workmates before. Um, share gihapon of fake news. Sometimes um, I comment on the on, on the post that they did, and I would say I, I think this is fake, no. But sometimes people can be very humiliated when you commented something like that on their timeline. So instead of um, commenting directly on their post, what I really do is I copy the link to their post, I send it to their messenger, and I always ask them, actually, this is a, a wrong article or this is fake news. This is actually a propaganda. And kung unsa pa ang kinikuan, unsa pa ang kanang concern atong article. Because people really do not see the difference between a propaganda and a legitimate news. Kumingon mm-hmm. mga propaganda na agyud siya'y gitawag na what's the reason behind their writing about this? Uh, but to promote, no? to, mm, promote to promote the person or the, the political uh, party of uh, that partic- particular person. So you really have to explain it thoroughly and most of the time they will not understand it at first. But whenever you always talk to them, makarealize um, that uh, what you're doing is really not um, insulting them, but actually you're sharing what you know about um, the subject. And and I say, and I also, and I can also say that we have to choose our words whenever we talk to them. It's because there are people who don't like to be. Um, it seems ba nga mas knowledgeable kanila kaysa nila. Uh, Most especially one, if these are people in authority or yes. older than you. Mm-mm. So, it's all about being subtle and at the same time um, showing them that they are that you are not confronting them but you are trying to help them. True. Um, na among uban nga kanin ko anang ilang perspective when you try to correct them and share your knowledge um, lahi, they take it negatively but mm. there are people who are still really trying hard um to, to to earn knowledge not just from themselves but uh from people who are concerned so uh, most of the time i realize man nila in the long run mm, i see i see so um our time is out na sir jeff no so thank you very much for your time sir and i've learned a lot from you today and um I hope our audience has also taken serious notes on on what you have said because um, I think that's this is very rich as a discussion that we have today. So thank you, Sir Jeff.
Thank you so much, uh, Sir Rayla, Sir Dave, no, for inviting me. It's such an honor, and my doors are always open for podcasts like this. It's because uh, it feels like I'm also um, educating a lot of people who are uh, listening to this podcast. So it's an honor and it's a pleasure to be with you tonight for this podcast. The honor and pleasure is mine, sir. So thank you, sir, and thank you, everyone, for listening to Kasinatian kasayuran, kasaysayan, kamatuuran. And we'll catch you on the next one. So goodbye for now.